be out here. Let's go. Let's go. I can't believe it took me an hour and a half to get home. It normally takes me like three, three, like <laughs> three 30 minutes, <laughs> three out. No, like three took... 10 minute intervals. Three, three, three really long Hillsong songs. <laughs> it's just my Los Angeles energy that's pouring into you now. You have something to tell me. I do have something what to tell you. What ha- Wait, so what are you- What's happening? What are you doing? What's happening? What's happening? Today I was in the car with my mother, and uh, I got a call from a Los Angeles number, and as I am expecting some admissions results, I told her to turn the radio down, turn the radio down, turn the radio down, turn the radio down, <laughs> and then I answered it. And they said, hey, uh, this is UCLA Law. Uh, we just wanted to let you know you've been accepted into our uh, scholarship, or our full scholarship <gasps> program. I'm moving what? to LA. <laughs> what? I'm moving to Los Angeles. Okay, Elle Woods. I don't know if she was in LA. Where was she? She Who was knows? actually at Harvard. So she was in Boston. She moved from right. LA. But she went to UCLA for undergrad. Look at you. Oh my goodness. So is this like, like, this is real. Like, this is happening? This is real. This is happening. Uh, Our branding's gonna be so different. We're not gonna be the girls from Arkansas and Indiana. We're gonna be that girl in Indy and that girl in LA. I'm gonna be able to see all the movies. I'm so excited for you, dude. I can't believe it. This is so, I can't believe you're gonna be an LA girl. That's nuts. I can't afford you're LA. Gonna, I'm gonna you're be- gonna watch movies at the Grove? And at the Arclight. I'm so excited for I you. I can't wrap my head around how poor I'm about to be. <gasps> wow. It's amazing. I'm, I can't wait. I'm so excited. The things you're going to do. That's that's how you do a cold open right there. You talk about what's going on in your life, and that's what's going on in my life. So cue the theme song. Okay. That. Welcome to the Cinema Rolls. Welcome to the Cinema Rolls. If you're back, wow, thank you, because the last episode was a doozy. I can't believe you sat through it. If you know <laughs> if you, what kind, yeah. if you know what kind of holiday holiday candy um, that Miles Morales mm. is, you have yes. ascended to next level yes. Cinema Rolls if, fanhood. Exactly, as <laughs> fanhood. Yes. Fandom, I guess, is I, whatever. I don't want a fandom. No, that's gross. <laughs> I don't want a fandom. Um, but honestly, though, if you made it through all of last week's episode and you decided to come back, like, thank you. Shook. Thank you so much. Um, also, if you didn't listen to last week's episode and you're here, that's fine, too. Welcome. Welcome. We're cinema roles. Like, we are cinema roles. Sarah and Sarah. Um, yeah, we're... I'm in Indianapolis. The other one might be in LA. <laughs> Who knows? I'm in Arkansas currently. <laughs> currently, but you know, it's all very exciting here. Yes. Um, so yeah, uh, this episode is going to be just a little bit different. Um, we're not going to spend two hours talking about the same <laughs> movie. <Spider-Man>. <laughs> yeah. Although I could spend another two hours talking about Spider-Man if you really wanted me to. If they sat through um, last week's podcast, the mention of Spider-Man is going to make them want to barf. Yeah. 
Yeah, so I'm sorry if you are triggered now by the word Spider-Man. Um, trigger warning, we love Spider-Man. <laughs> so, speaking of... <laughs> speaking of... So what we're talking about today... As you guys know, the holidays are a hot spot. Yes, uh, the holidays are a whole trigger warning. <laughs> for mental illness, depression... The, the blues. The seasonal depression hits you hard this time of year. The sun sets um, at 2 o'clock in the afternoon. The sun sets at 2 o'clock. You've got, like, you, you've spent all your money. Yeah. You know? You're stressed. you spent all your money buying things for people. you spent, like, 10 hours of the past week just standing in line at, like, Target. You're tired. Um, you're so tired. And then, at this point, it's not even over yet. Like, you still got to see your family. You know, which you love. You love your family so much, but you just give so much of yourself. You know, you're a little depleted. It's draining. So what we want to very draining. What we want to do this week is help you get like an hour, or you can just pop some headphones in. If you're currently at the Christmas party and you're that awesome person that has their headphones on in the corner of the room, being like, headphones on, no one talk to me, but you're not actually listening to something. You just need, you know, great aunt Marjorie to not talk to you. That's you fine. Know? And while you have those headphones in already, you, you know, you might as well. I mean, I guess I'm saying this, like, if you are hearing this, you do, you are already listening to this. That's normally how that works. <laughs> we're new. And so, so that, we're new to the podcasting thing. We're just now figuring out that if you're listening to us, you're hearing us. Um, we're talking about movies that are uplifting. <laughs> We're talking That's about movies that are uplifting. It took us <laughs> so long to get to there. Get there. Uh, but we wavy, got there, wavy road. Yes, yes. <laughs> it's it just like me driving home today. Just lots of detours. <laughs> it it's took fine. me an hour and a half. It's fine. It's fine. We're here. Um, honestly, too, if you're listening to this, um, not during this time, if you're catching up on our podcast, you know, at a future day, and you're like, but can I listen to this? You know, Christmas is over. Yeah, you know what? Like, this is, anytime you're feeling a little gloomy, put on these movies. Like, kind of rhymes. It's a slant rhyme. Kind of rhymes. You know, it's there. Um, Yeah, because uh, we all know, you can't quite call it seasonal depression if just depressed all the seasons yeah (laughs) (laughs) and sometimes sometimes you just gotta put on a good movie that you know is guaranteed to make you feel better um but sometimes you also don't want to take the effort to you know find those movies so that's what this episode is this is us helping you guys out it's helping you know what movies are out there that just make you belly laugh man yeah and we know this stuff isn't like a cure obviously if you need desperate help, please go to the doctor, see a therapist, see a professional. Yes. We're not experts. We are not mental health professionals at but all. But we love movies. And we know that these aren't the cure. Yeah, these are movies that can make you feel better. Yes, 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 yes. Um, please take fully professional and um, monitored steps towards getting better if that is what you need um but if you just need a little surface level pick me up you know find find these movies hunt them down um and let us help you out a little bit yeah yeah 
Yeah. Um, so we actually asked a couple of people online to just tell us some of the movies that make them feel happy. Yeah, some of our followers and friends. Yeah. Uh, um, so we've got um, Abby mentioned a couple, uh, quite a few movies. She's got Mulan, Anastasia, Prince of Egypt. Um, she actually said, actually, I just thought about it. Prince of Egypt isn't that, like, happy. <laughs> but it makes her happy, which yeah. is the whole point of this, you know? It makes you happy. Um, we've got Olivia saying, Mamma Mia. Um, we've got, someone said, Garden State. I've never seen that. Me either. Um, I think I guess we should if we're feeling down we should watch it all right um, we've got 13 going on 30 uh wonder um Kate said just rom-coms <laughs> she's like the holiday 10 things I hate about you for sure um she also said Harry Potter um I had a lot of people say Harry Potter yeah I totally understand that me too um Christian said National Lampoon's Christmas Vacation always makes him happy um, what do you have over there? Okay, so a friend of mine, Alexa, um, she said the other woman and girls trip both cheer her up. Oh, I'm the on, other woman, man. I'm on board yes. with those. Those are great. Yes, um, I will agree with that. Lauren said Elf, Stepbrothers, and Legally Blonde. Mm-hmm. Um, Katie said definitely maybe. A lot of, lot of rom-coms. Uh, yes. Slater said Wedding Crashers. Um, yes. And then he said, I know I'm a trash person. That's not a trash <laughs> movie. <laughs> We're you not pretentious on the podcast. If it makes you happy, that's what this episode is. Yeah. I got a couple more Harry Potters from Haley and Gabby. Um, mm-hmm. Ellie says it's a wonderful life. Kyla says you've got mail. Anna says the holiday, pretty in pink, sixteen candles. Uh, Jesse mm-hmm. says finding Nemo, heck yeah. Um, and then my best friend Chrissy says Chris Delia comedy specials and Madagascar movies. <laughs> Um, and then Katie awesome. said the devil wears Prada. So yeah. those are some good recommendations. Yeah. We, you know, I, I love hearing what movies bring other people joy. Yeah. You know? Absolutely. I love it. I love it. So we're going to talk about a couple of other movies. Um, and we'll just, we'll go back and forth here. And we're just going to chat about these movies. You want to yeah. kick us off? Because I, I think the first one that you're wanting to talk about, I wholeheartedly agree and wanted to, you know, to put it on my list, too. Awesome. Awesome. So this movie, to preface, uh, my roommate and I, during our freshman year of college, this movie was on Netflix, Zootopia. We watched this movie literally twice a week. Um, it's, and it's about, you know, it's this bunny moves to the big city Zootopia and she um, she's wanting to be a cop but she gets stuck as a meter maid and she, then she gets this big case that she gets to crack and um, it's all about her she moves to a new place and she doubts herself a lot and a lot of people don't really think she can hack it especially since she's a bunny but um, every time she falls she gets back up and it's a great message um, for freshmen in college but um, really just for people in general especially for trying new things you know like it is such a yeah. funny, uh, uplifting movie, and then there's that like deeper commentary on racism and fear mongering. But right, that part ends but happily all too. morphed into like this beautiful animated fun time. Yes, it is one of my yes. favorite. So you got that movies. Shakira soundtrack. Oh my gosh! Tr- try everything. Like yes. what a jam! What a bop! What a jam! What a bop! Oh, that so, is a great movie. Yeah, that movie makes me so happy every time I watch it. Um, yeah, shout out to Anna, my roommate. We literally watched this twice a week um, when we were freshmen. 
when I first watched this movie, I had just moved to Indianapolis, and it was my first time, like, moving to, like, a city where I really didn't know anyone. I knew I was moving somewhere where I wanted to be, but didn't quite know what in the world I was doing. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and I've never identified more with a rabbit in my life. Absolutely. <laughs> I love it. Oh, what a great movie. That's a great oh, one. That makes me, that does, it, it makes me happy even just thinking about it mm-hmm. right now. Um, and so I think like if you're feeling in a spot where you're like, I don't really know what I'm doing here. Yeah. <laughs> I feel like I'm not qualified to do anything that I'm doing. I think that's a great movie to just pop in. Absolutely. Absolutely. Yes. So what's your first one, Sarah? Uh, my first one is, I'm just going to go off on like everybody else is naming rom-coms. So I'm just going to go on that same tangent and I'm just going to talk about Crazy Stupid Love. Um, we've got Emma Stone. We've got Ryan Gosling. We've got Julianne Moore. We've got Steve Carell. Like we've got... One of the best rom-coms, I think, of our generation. For sure. Um, yeah, it's it's just a movie. Man, and I know this is <laughs> the most generic thing I could say. I could be like, this is a movie about love. <laughs> but it's literally in the title. What's this movie about? It's about a crazy, stupid love. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, Ryan Gosling, just kind of like Steve Carell's character, um, is going through this divorce, this breakup, and... Ryan Gosling takes him under his wing, starts to freshen him up a little bit, get him, you know, back out into the dating world, and te- teaching him, you know, about all these these tricks of how to get women, and it's this journey of then Ryan Gosling figuring out what love is, and then mm-hmm. Steve Carell figuring out what love is, too, and then at the end, there's a huge twist, um, and man, this movie, it just makes me so happy it's like I seriously it's one of those movies that I could just sit and watch over and over and over again and never get tired Mm -hmm. of it like I don't have a lot of those movies um I've got maybe a handful this is one of them yes it just makes me happy um Ryan Gosling is adorable in it of course Emma Stone is adorable in it of course like this movie just makes you happy I think Um, I put this movie on when I just feel like a potato. (laughs) Like, you know what I mean? (laughs) Scooby-Dooby do be like that sometimes. Scooby-Dooby do be like that sometimes. (laughs) Um, I hate that. It's a callback to something y'all didn't hear. That's how you do comedy. Callback to before we recorded. (laughs) That's how you know we're funny. (laughs) Um, It's called comedy. Look it up. Yeah, yeah. Um, Crazy Stupid Love, just just a solid rom com. Like it's got everything you want, you know, out of a romantic comedy. It's got like the inner turmoil of every character, mm-hmm. and it's got the oh no, they'll never find love again. And then it's got the twist, and then it's got the happy ending, and it's got a beautiful dance moment, and it's got a kiss in the rain, and like, yes. it's just got like everything like there's literally a moment but but they also know that they're romantic comedy there's literally a moment where they're having this huge fight in the rain and steve carell like it starts raining and steve carell's like of course it's raining (laughs) (laughs) you're just like yeah i love movies this is a (laughs) rom-com yes oh my goodness it's so good i mean even like the very opening scene um is a solid like you know 30 seconds of just people's feet Mm -hmm. like their shoes 
Um, and even that, I, like just starting from that opening scene, I'm already smiling and I'm like, oh, this is so good. Yes. So good. <laughs> Great one. Great one. Yes. All right. What's next for you? Okay. So everybody has that movie that they saw with their mom that okay. they were way too young to see. Everyone has <laughs> yes. that. I, th- I think everybody has that movie. I think that's universal. I think mine was the entire TV show 24. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so mine is the movie The Heat, starring Sandra Bullock and Melissa McCarthy. I've never seen this. Oh my gosh. I own two DVD copies of it. <laughs> Why do you have two? Good question. It's that good. I wanted one that I could take to Great. college, but my mom could still watch it at home. So like this was the movie that every time we had a girls' night or I had a if I had a bad day at school and I was feeling really down. Um, we would pop it in and we'd bake brownies together. It's just one of our favorite movies. Um, it is yeah. a buddy cop comedy le- with two women leading, which is not common. Um, it is hysterically funny. Sandra Bullock plays this like super uptight person, like just total stick up her butt, um, <laughs> working for the FBI. I love it when she plays that. She plays that character so, so much. Well. She does it so she, well. That's why she, she does, does it so much. much. That's why, yeah, she is that per- She is that character. Wow, I love it. And then Melissa McCarthy plays this, like, really, uh, I don't know how to put it, not at all by the book, uh, <laughs> Boston Cop. And it is one of the funniest movies I've ever seen. Makes me smile every time. There's so many positive memories for me, too, associated with it. But mm-hmm. deep down, it's just a really great friendship comedy. And mm-hmm. that's something I... I thoroughly enjoy so yeah the heat is all time for me um absolutely one of my favorites uh if you can watch it and not just giggle so hard i don't know who you are um so speaking of just like two gal buddies having a great time yeah, this is a recurring thing <laughs> getting for us. into crazy trouble um i'd like to talk about the movie this year um that came out this year the spy who dumped me Oh, man. Holy cow. Um, so this movie stars Mila Kunis and Kate McKinnon. And these are two best friends who find out through a series of events that Mila Kunis's boyfriend, who dumped her through text, was actually a CIA agent. Mm-hmm. And it is now up to them to, to save, save the world. The world. <laughs> yes. We saw this, this around movie, the same time. Uh, yeah, we did. And we, like, couldn't stop talking about it. Oh, like, my gosh. I think I went into this movie being like, this is going to be so dumb. Yeah. Like, I was like, what? what is this is going to be so bad? And then I came out of it being like, listen, I love girl friendships. Oh, my gosh. I love yes. spies. <laughs> I love action movies. I went out of it being like, I'm such an action connoisseur now. Um, (laughs) I rented this movie while I was going through a really hard time. Yeah. And me too. It was so uplifting and positive for me. Like I had such a fun time that I seriously felt like, you know what? Whatever happens, it's going to be okay. Yes. (laughs) Um, It's just... It makes me love every single female friendship that I have. Yes. Like, this movie makes me go, wow, I love my friends. Absolutely. Um, there's um, just a really great, like, car chase scene that takes everything about, like, spy movie car chases and is, like, 
just throws it out the window Mm -hmm. (laughs) and is like, well, here's what we're going to do. This, honestly, it felt, it felt like the way that I think Kingsman was supposed to make me feel. (laughs) Yeah. Um, yeah, in that sense of, hey, here's a spy movie, but fun. it's, yeah, but it's gonna be fun, and we're also going to poke a lot of holes in it, it's really subversive, it's gonna, you know, and I'm yeah. like, oh, like, I'm, I'm down, but I had a much better time watching uh, this than I did Kingsman, and I did love Kingsman, but I'm, I'm on board this, with that. Yeah, this was just a fun time. And then it's got just enough, like, romance in it. It's got just enough, like, revenge in it. Um, And just enough, like, raunchy stuff to, like, not push it. Because, like, something like Kingsman, like, you know the final scene... Yeah, it's so raunchy. Like, so raunchy. Like, something like Kingsman makes me feel kind of icky at the end. And this never did that. Right, exactly. Um, I totally agree with that. Um, the dynamic between Kate McKinnon and Mila Kunis, too, just as actresses, oh my goodness, they play off of each other so well, and I would have never thought that Mila Kunis would make me laugh that hard in a spy movie. Like, if you had told me that last year, I would be like, what is she she up to? Knowing those two actresses and what they've done, I can tell you, I bet you 90% of this movie was just... Not ninety percent. Maybe like seventy five percent of this movie was straight improv. Yeah, I would <laughs> not be surprised. So many great moments. There's the moment where, like, in the middle of a car chase, um, Mila Kunis like turns her blinkers on to go down like a back alley, and Kate McKinnon's like, "Why are you turning your blinkers on?" She's like, "It's just the force of habit." Um, and then I saw that joke again in the trailer for the new Lego Movie, by the way, and I was like, "What?" <laughs> um, interesting, Excuse but. Yeah, um, it's it's so oh, it's so good. There's a scene where they start spilling each other's secrets. That is my favorite that, scene. <laughs> in the way that only best friends oh can my do. Gosh, it's so funny. I think we all have that friend where I'm like, I just know way too much about them. Yeah. <laughs> oh, there's no reason for me to have this much knowledge about them. Absolutely. That one's such a good oh, pick. It's I... so real. And it's such a great portrayal too of like actual female friendships. Yes. Like, it's so good. And I anytime that I see a movie now where um, these Hollywood producers are like, well, we just couldn't make this movie, like, interesting with female roles, or, like, we can't make females good at action movies, or we can't cast female friendships that don't have a ton of ridiculous drama. I would be like, here, watch this movie. Yeah. You know, watch this movie and uh, maybe uh, be less of an awful person. Yeah, just, (laughs) it's called Learn. It's called Learn. This is just a movie that I think I would just watch anytime I just want a good laugh. Absolutely. Ugh, so good. So good. Um, what, you, what do you got? What so, do you got next? So on the flip side of that spectrum. Yeah. <laughs> is a movie that is so ingrained in popular culture. It is uh-huh. ridiculous. Especially if you grew up, I think, around the same time that Sarah and I did. You have heard every quote from this movie ever. Um, it's mm-hmm. Step Brothers. <laughs> Will Ferrell, John C. Riley, uh, uh-huh. directed by Adam McKay, written by Will Ferrell and Adam McKay. This is like one of the stupidest movies that has ever existed. It's so dumb. But can I tell you that I've also never seen this one? Oh my But I'm going to tell you why. I'm going to tell you why. Okay. Um, when it came out, there was like a boy that I was into (laughs) that really, really liked this movie. Mm -hmm. Um, And he was like, you gotta watch it, you gotta watch it, we gotta watch it together. I'd be like, okay, okay, like, I'll let you show me your favorite movie, blah, blah, blah. Um, And then it just ended in the horrible way that, like, 
teenage crushes end. Yes. <laughs> the, you know, the most, like, gut-wrenching, most, yes. like, life-ruining ending. Um, and I essentially decided I am never going to watch this movie because I never got to watch it with him. <laughs> and so, and so I've never seen Step Brothers. And I, I hate myself for it. I'll watch it at some point. When you no. do watch it, and it, I didn't watch it until pretty, like, pretty recently. Like, I had mm-hmm. a lot of friends that loved the crap out of this movie. And you've heard every, you've heard a lot of quotes from it. Oh, yeah. But seeing the jokes in something context. Something about, like, a bag of bricks or something. Um, <laughs> like a pillowcase of the, bricks. The so much room for activities joke. Yeah. The, I mean, like, there's so many jokes that you have heard that you just don't know that right. from Step Brothers. So when you watch the movie, it's hysterical. Adam Scott plays like a big D-bag in this movie and it's hilarious because he's usually <laughs> such a nerd. Oh, what a beautiful human. Um, and Katherine Hahn is in this too. And she Oh my goodness, she is queen. hysterical. It's just such a it's such a great movie to just like it's such a screwball comedy. You can just turn your brain off and laugh yeah. for an hour and a half. Like what more could you, know you those ask days? for? You know those days where you just want to turn your brain off? Yes. When you're like you overwhelmed. Really just, yeah. You're tired of, like, caring about things. Right. <laughs> like, this is the movie. You just don't want to care about anything. This is the movie to sit down and just, like, laugh for an hour and a half at stupid stuff and not worry about it. I right. love Step Brothers for that. It's awesome. Oh, my goodness. Lauren, oh, uh, Lauren also recommended this one. Um, and oh, it's a really good rec- recommendation. I have to see it at some point. Um, maybe that can be part of my 100 new movies I'm trying to watch this year. <laughs> Girl, I have 22 movies left to see. It's currently the 20th. Yikes. Yikes. Um, two movies every day for the rest of the year, apparently. <laughs> That's what I have to do. Um, so my next movie is Blockers. Um, Just running along with the theme of, like, female empowerment here. Um, Blockers came out this year. Mm -hmm. Um, It feels like forever since it came out to me. Like, I keep wanting to say it came out last year. It didn't. It literally came out, like, this summer. (laughs) Um, It is so much better than I thought it would be. Um, I'm sorry, but if you advertise a movie to me as, like, John Cena as a father trying to stop his daughter from ruining her prom night. Like, I'm just not super interested. Yeah. Um, but I watched this movie, and I don't want people to get the idea. Like, you see, you know, there are some movies that are good, bad mm-hmm. movies. They're, like, they're so awful that they're great, and you have just a good time making fun of how bad it is and i don't want anyone to get confused that is not the type of movie blockers is blockers is not the bad movie that you make fun of and have a good time making fun of um it's actually really great um like i i'm kind of am tired of movies that um take like i said female friendships and cause drama for no reason right between them um but in this movie, it doesn't fall into that trap. You know, it's got this friendship between these three girls that have been friends since childhood. And it's so pure and so, like, beautiful and so real. And so what I feel with a lot of my friends um, and did feel when I was in high school. The real complex relationship in the movie is between Leslie Mann and her daughter, right? Yeah. And between any of, all of them and their parents. Yeah. 
Um, the drama there, the quote-unquote drama, is that these parents just don't understand what their daughters are going through mm-hmm. um, or what their daughters want. And it's really a movie about growing up, and it's, all, and it's a movie about growing up and how to navigate that as a daughter. Yes. Um, and how to navigate your daughter growing up as a parent. Um, and it's just so funny, man. It's like, hysterical. Even, like, if I, like, I could tell you, you know, John Cena butt chugs in this movie. I could <laughs> yeah. tell you that a bunch of high school seniors throw up on each other in a limousine in this movie. Um, and all of those, like, those things sound so dumb (laughs) but they're so not in the movie like they're genuine belly laugh moments absolutely um, i couldn't get over um i actually saw this in theaters and the whole audience was like dying laughing the entire time it's so good oh it was so good it was one of those where i was cracking up so loud and i didn't care what anyone around me thought because i just had such a good time i would never have seen this movie if it wasn't for you actually um yeah And you loved it! I loved it. It's so good. Like, it was, it's just a really, really purely fun time. Yeah, it is. And it doesn't try to be anything more than what it is. Exactly. You know what I mean? Like, it knows that it has, it has potential to go deeper into some topics Mm -hmm. and way deeper into some areas. Um of, like, the characters, and it kind of chooses not to, because it knows that's not the kind of movie it is. Exactly. Um, it goes just deep enough to be like, hey, there's obviously more to this, and we're not just going surface level. But also, you know, this is a goof, and it's a, it's a good goof. It's a good goof. It is a good goof. I, it's one of those two where, like, it has two separate storylines going on. There's, like, the storyline of the parents, and there's the storyline of the kids. kids. And in most movies like this, I very much lean towards one or the other, and I'm like, oh, when I, when it was giving me this storyline, I was all in, and then I was really bored during this storyline. Um, but I loved both. Like, I identified with both storylines. Why am I identifying with the parent storyline? Is this adulting? This is adulting. I don't like it. (laughs) Yeah, that's a really good pick. And I'd say that Blockers is, um, I don't know, I guess it's a great movie just for if if you're feeling down in general because it's a very happy ending. It's a very Mm -hmm. fun time. It'll it'll get you laughing. I think this is the movie to put on when you've got, like, a bunch of friends over or, like, yeah. one other friend over and you're all kind of feeling a little down. Yeah. Like, you've all caught the gloomy bug and you're all just like, it's winter. It's already dark like, outside. Uh, we don't want to go anywhere to have fun. We yeah. just, we want to have fun together but not actually do anything. Exactly. You pop this movie on and it's a good time for everyone. Absolutely. Agreed. Oh, so good. Good pick. So good. Okay, so next on my list is one that my friend Shelby actually also recommended. Um, and it's we we just watched another movie from the same filmmaker, Paul Feig. Um, it's Bridesmaids. Uh, Ooh, Kristen I didn't Wig. realize that uh, that he yeah. did Bridesmaids. Yeah, he did Bridesmaids. And A Simple Favor. Fun fact. Um, yeah, we both watched that this week, too. But um, this movie is so great because Kristen Wiig and Maya Rudolph are the central best friends. The whole thing is about Maya Rudolph's wedding. And um, she's picking all her bridesmaids, and it's got Melissa McCarthy, it's got Rose Byrne, it's got all these, it's got this great comedic cast, and it is female-led. It's a great friendship comedy. Um, it does have some melancholy in it, 
but it all turns out wonderful in but the it's, end. But it's all so overly dra- dramatic yes. that, like, you're, you're okay with it. It almost yes. comes right back around to being funny. <laughs> it is hysterical. I know most people have already seen this movie. Um, yes. But it's, if you haven't, I highly recommend it. It's got some romance in it, too. Mm-hmm. Uh, Annie and the cop character, every scene they have together is yes. so funny and yes. just the whole time every running gag cracks me up um there's a scene where she's trying to get the cop's attention so she's like doing all this yeah. illegal stuff driving past him that's one of the best scenes in a movie ever oh my gosh i mean like it's i'm just on the so floor funny. Uh, yes it is so it's so quotable so quotable uh, help me i'm poor <laughs> yeah the help me i'm poor scene the, what a great scene the scene where maya rudolph is trying on wedding dresses and they yes. all have diarrhea and she's like walking across the street. She's like, "It's happening! It's happening!" Yes. Like this whole movie, I could, I could talk about yes. it all day because it's. I just I love building up like the the list of movies um, that I have that I can shove in people's faces when they try to tell me that girls aren't funny. Exactly, and this like, one, the girls are so funny in this movie. This actually yes. launched Melissa McCarthy's career, if I'm not mistaken. And she, um, excuse me. I would like to push back on that and say that as a Gilmore Girls fanatic. She was in Gilmore Girls? She was Sookie in Gilmore Girls. I've never seen Gilmore Girls. And I know you haven't, but as someone who would die for every single character of that TV show, I would like to say uh, no. Okay. So this was Melissa McCarthy's jump to movies. Movies. Is that yeah, better? Okay. Yeah, I can, I can, yeah, I can uh, get on board with that. And she's in two of my feel-good movies. So she's in The Heat, too. Ooh. That lady yeah. cracks me up. She's so funny. Yeah. And so, yeah. like, every bit that she's Did in. Did you see The Happy Time Murders? No. Yeah, me either. You know I'm scared of puppets. Interesting. Yeah. Moving on. <laughs> <laughs> I'm scared of, like ventriloquist dolls but that's different no i'm scared of puppets interesting interesting mm-hmm. is that like a goosebumps fear like did that come from i don't age? know I, I i didn't choose my fears <laughs> they chose me <laughs> imagine like it like the clown yeah it would just be a <laughs> just puppet. turning into a puppet yeah no thank you <laughs> sorry <laughs> so bridesmaids is a really good movie for <laughs> Uh, with your girls. girls. It is a night good girls' movie. night movie. That's a good girls' night movie. Um, kind of like how we it's said, a really good. Like you're just at home by yourself, and you just you want to be in your sweatpants and just put on a movie and eat all the chocolate. Absolutely, that's a bridesmaids' <laughs> night right there. Yeah. Okay. So what's your um, next one? So interest. So we didn't plan this. Okay. Uh, my next movie is Juliet Naked, which I don't believe you've seen. And I have not. I believe that every time I've tried to talk to you about it, you haven't known what was going on. No. Um, starring Rose Byrne, who <laughs> is uh, in Bridesmaids, uh, and also Chris O'Dowd, which uh, was the cop in Bridesmaids. Oh my gosh. <laughs> so, I didn't plan this. Are they um, British in Juliet Naked? They, well, I don't think that... Chris, I think Chris and I was like Irish. Oh yeah, he's got like another. Do they have accents in Juliet Naked? They do have accents. <laughs> <laughs> they're very, uh, they're very European. There you go. Um, and then it's also got Ethan Hawke, 
Oh, <laughs> just out of nowhere. Yeah. Um, so I'm going to tell you just the premise of this movie, and I'm kind of just going to leave it at that. Okay. And that will tell you everything you need to know about why this makes you feel good. Okay. Ready. In the movie, Juliet Naked, uh, Chris O'Dowd plays Rose Byrne's long-term serious boyfriend, and they they are living together, and they've been together for a while, but you can tell that she's not, like, super happy. Um, you can tell that she's not super content with their relationship or how things are going. Um, and when you, the more that you learn about Chris O'Dowd's character, um, Duncan, the name Duncan, first of all, <laughs> can we just <laughs> take a second? That's what the Donuts place changed their name to. Duncan. Oh. No, they changed okay. it to just Duncan. What? It was like a whole marketing thing. Why? IHOP did it and they sold four times oh. the burgers, man. Pulling oh, out the goodness. social media major stats on you. Anyway. anyway <laughs> so, old Duncan. Yes. <laughs> um, he has uh, what you could call an appreciation um, for the musician Tucker Crow, who is played by Ethan Hawke. Mm-hmm. Um, and he has some, like, like Sarah Derweta, Taylor Swift appreciation <laughs> level, mm. <laughs> like, fanness. Like Stan? Um, is it yeah. the level of Stan? It's, uh, it's there, man. He, Stan? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, he, um, has a basement devoted to this musician in which he has all of his albums on vinyl, on CD, on a cassette. He's got, like, all the posters. He's got clippings of articles. Um, because this musician, you, you find out that he put out this one, like, beautiful album. Mm -hmm. And then he kind of, like, fell off the face of the earth for a second. Um, and so Duncan runs a blog with a bunch of other Tucker Crow fans wow. <laughs> um, who uh, just talk about him and his lyrics and his life and uh, saying, oh, I think, you know, somebody spotted him, you know, homeless on the side of the road or like whatever, or like whatever it might be. Um, and he's obsessed, obsessed with this musician. And then events unfold to where Rose Byrne's character listens to um, a version of the album that Duncan thinks is like so genius. Mm-hmm. And she's like, this is not that great. <laughs> and so she writes a post on his blog <laughs> being like, oh, you know, this isn't good. And he's like, how dare you? <laughs> You're the worst. And he's like, definitely high key offended that his girlfriend doesn't love the love of his life <laughs> Tucker I mean, yeah. Crow. yeah um and um she's like you know what? it's just really not like you're really romanticizing him all this stuff and then Tucker Crow starts emailing her what <laughs> he starts emailing her and he's like yeah you're right <laughs> he's like the album's not that great um I definitely like I don't know why people think it's a masterpiece. Also, the people on that blog are really weird. Um, they don't know at all what my life is. And she's like, oh, really, Tucker Crow? Well, what is your life? And he, like, starts confiding in her and starts, like, opening up to her and being really vulnerable. With her. Oh. And then, like, she has to, like, fake to her boyfriend <laughs> this whole time that she's just having casual, like, in-depth conversations with his like idol mm-hmm. um and 
then they uh, break up and she finds herself falling for this musician and then he comes and visits her um and then like chris o'dowd's character duncan like randomly runs into them and starts freaking out he's like what's going on and there's this hilarious scene where he like they have dinner together oh my gosh (laughs) and so it's rose byrne chris o'dowd and ethan hawk like they're all having dinner together and of course like um, Rose Byrne and Ethan Hawke's characters are like in love with each other but don't realize it yet and mm-hmm. then she's got like the bitter ex-boyfriend who also is a huge fan of like her new boyfriend-ish like love interest and he's trying to talk to him about his music and he's like you don't know anything <laughs> like it's just such a great scene Yeah, um, and it's so awkward and so tense and that premise alone had me interested in this movie yeah. but I didn't realize how charming and delightful it would be until I saw it. And I was like, you know, Rose Byrne, she can make anything a delight. I really love like, her. Like, she's just so wonderful. Um, and so this movie just brought me so much, like, pure, just, like, joy. Yeah. <laughs> I was watching it, and I was just like, look at these people just having a dumb time. That's what it's all <laughs> just, about. That's what this episode's yeah. all about, man. Yes. And so, like, and then it, and it weirdly also made me cry at the end of, like, happiness, but also of just, like, full-on all the emotions I didn't realize I was experiencing. <laughs> this movie tricks you, man. It's like, you're having a fun time, haha. And then out of nowhere, it's like, you've been caring about these characters the whole time and didn't even realize it. <laughs> I dig. I dig. Yeah, and so I just really love that. I really think you should watch it. I think you'd love it. Yeah. Oh my goodness. I'm it's into so it. It's so great. It's so great. Ugh, love it. Sounds like the kind of thing I'd watch with, like, my mom. All right, so what is it, your next movie? My next movie also happens to be my favorite movie of all time. Um, also, if you're tracking uh, Sarah and Isaac lore about me and my boyfriend. Okay. Um, I you, am. I'm the biggest shipper of Sarah and Isaac. If you recall, <laughs> I said that I made a John Mulaney joke, and that was when right. he knew. Yes. Well, when I knew that I needed to pursue him okay. was I said, well, we were just having this, we were really riffing off each other. We both liked the same music, same stuff. We both like John Mulaney. And I said, so, like, what's your favorite movie? Because obviously that's the most important thing in the world. To right. <laughs> of course. They could be, like, the best person in the world and if they have a bad movie choice. Yeah. And he said, out. Ferris Bueller's Day Off. <gasps> and I looked at him and I said, no. Shut he up. Said, <laughs> he said, what? And I said, you're joking. No. No. That's, no. No. And my roommate is looking at us like, like freaking out, like ten, like like we're playing tennis. Like, oh my gosh, I cannot believe he just said Ferris Bueller's Day Off because Ferris Bueller's Day Off is my favorite movie yeah. of all time, bar none. There was a time in my life when most people that knew me called me Ferris. I have had. When we started being friends, your Instagram handle was something about Ferris. Ferris. Yeah, it was, <laughs> yeah. And I remember for a while being like, "Is her last name Ferris?" Nope. Like, what is it? I just love Ferris. <laughs> So, Ferris yeah. Bueller's Day Off, if you don't know, it's a pretty famous John Hughes movie um, from the 80s. It stars Matthew seen. Broderick, um, and it's about this kid who just, he's, it's his senior year, and he just needs a day off. It's a beautiful day outside, he doesn't want to go to don't school. We all? And he's already missed school nine times, and so his principal has, like, a grudge. He's, like, out to get him. And Ferris takes his girlfriend and his best friend, um, Sloane Cameron, into the city, into Chicago, for the day. 
um, to do all these things that he's been wanting to do. And it's so outlandish. It's so ridiculous. Um, the principal character is like chasing him the whole time. Um, <laughs> it's, it's hilarious. It's so good. I've seen it at least 50 times. I used to watch it every day. Like, I have ridiculous yeah. love for this movie. You love this movie. Um, it's just a classic, like, high school hijinks kind of thing. It's all about seizing the day. And I would say that you should definitely watch Ferris Bueller's Day Off if you, like, need some motivation to s- take care of some stuff. You know, like, because mm-hmm. it doesn't make you feel like a turd for not doing things. <laughs> it just makes uh-huh. you feel like you really ought to do things and, you know take charge of it because life's so short and one of my favorite quotes is life moves pretty fast if you don't stop and look around once in a while you can miss it and ferris bueller's day off did did i i think this is true and you can totally correct me if i'm wrong i think they started the whole thing that like movies like such as marvel continue to do like the post credits like end scene thing i don't know if it was the first one ever I, I but it is it might have kicked that off or at least a, introduced it into like popular culture like and deadpool references the post credit scene from yeah. ferris bueller's day off um really yes uh the post credits one of the post credit scenes in deadpool is deadpool comes out in robe and he goes you're still here right go home I guess I should mention I've never seen Ferris Bueller's Day Off. Yeah, I'm not like, going to hold that against you. Yeah, I, I know, recommend I know, it. I, know. I have two right. copies. I should ship you one. One of these days. I mean, it's on Netflix. I have no Is excuse. It still? Yeah. I think, I don't know. It, it, I thought it, it got taken. It was on my Netflix list for a while because I did want to watch it for a while. Who knows if it's still there. It's a, it's a really, <sighs> really good one. Um, warms my heart every time I watch it. Um, even the Cameron character, if you don't relate to Ferris, because he's kind of this dynamo, you can relate yeah. to Cameron, because he's, like, this very depressed, always sick, hypochondriac <gasps> friend that Ferris teaches how to have a good time. Wow, so this movie is literally, like, this episode is, hey, if you're sad and gloomy, watch these movies. And so Ferris Bueller's Day Off is literally going, hey, sad and gloomy person, feel better. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Wow, how great. Yeah, to- one of my favorites of all time. I'll watch it one day and our friendship is going to level up the day that I do. We're going to have to <laughs> do a podcast about it. We're going to have to because have you seen my favorite movie of all time? Have you seen Short Term 12? Yes. Oh, okay. Never mind. <laughs> I was going to be like, one of these days we'll react to each other's favorite movies, but I guess I don't realize that you have seen Short Term 12. I've only seen it because you had recommended it to me highly, and I think it's on Amazon Prime. Mm-hmm. And so I was like, oh. Oh. It, oh, yeah. And that's a sh- pretty short movie, mm-hmm. right? It's like... it It is in the scheme of things. It's like 90 minutes. <laughs> That, yeah. That's how you make a movie. An hour and a half, That bro. is how you make a movie. If your movie is over 90 minutes, then I will instantly dock it like a whole star on whatever I was gonna rate it. Exactly. <laughs> um, okay, what's okay. your next one, dude? Um, my next one, I am going to actually talk about The Kings of Summer. Um okay. The Kings of Summer is one of those movies that I I don't know if a lot of people have even heard of it. I don't even know how I heard of it. Like, I legitimately think all the time, how did I watch The Kings of Summer? Why did I watch The Kings of Summer? Um, 
no idea. I don't know how I saw this movie. I don't know what brought me to it. I don't know how I how it was even brought to my attention that it existed. Um, I just remember that I watched it and I loved it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, and it's a movie about these three boys, these three teenage boys who decide that they're just gonna build a little home in the woods and become men. <laughs> like they're go it's like this beautiful coming of age uh movie that is just about these kids who yearn to be independent mm-hmm. um and these kids who just want to have like this life um that's just their own and they're tired of living in this world that's run by their parents um and like all of the adults in their lives and they're just like they're super frustrated all the adults who are trying to manage their lives mm-hmm. um so anyway, they go to like this clearing in the woods and it's like first this these two guys who were best friends, um, they're both sick of their, you know, lives at home. And then this like super weird kid who actually is played by Moises Arias, who is oh my gosh. known as um, Rico from Hannah Montana. Yes. Um, so, <laughs> and he plays, he deserves, by the way, every award um that could ever be given to anyone for his role in this movie he's weird he's kooky he's like just so just so odd um so uh basically they're like you know it's it's this movie of them finding independence and you know their parents you know living in the real world are like our children are missing yeah um and so um there's just there's just a lot one of the one of the boys um decides that he's going to like invite a girl over um into like the house this house that they built in the woods because he wants to impress her Mm -hmm. um and that causes like a lot of problems you know when like you and your best buds are out and then like one of them brings like his crush in and yeah um like what does that mean um between like the dynamic of these like three bffs um and it's just so like it's so complicated because you watch it and especially if you're older and you're watching it you're like these kids are absolute idiots what makes (laughs) them think that they can survive in the woods like these children don't know anything but then you also go like i mean when i was younger escaping to the woods every once in a while did sound like a really cool idea in arkansas that was something you actually did (laughs) you could very easily just find a forest yep (laughs) just live in a tree for a second it's fine um yeah so basically it's just like this beautiful story of friendship and of growing up and of independence and um of what like the complicated stuff that comes with becoming an adult or like you know that weird age where you're as britney spears said you know not a girl not yet a woman <laughs> <laughs> so like it's i love just, that yeah it's super fun um and it had been a really long time actually since i saw this movie and so to prepare for this episode i decided that i was just gonna like read a summary of it to refresh my memory mm-hmm. and even like the summary alone made me giggle <laughs> like if the summary of this movie can make me like super joyful um that i need to i need to rewatch this movie i own this movie i haven't watched it again in a long time um but i think i'm actually gonna watch it 
again soon i think like awesome if you're feeling super stressed you feel like the whole world is like caving in on you this is a great movie to watch because these children also feel that way awesome it's oh. like if um elsie fisher's character from eighth grade uh decided to live in a tree house mm. <laughs> like all the angst that came with her character and all of the like i know everything and then in reality i know nothing um all of that. That's that's what this movie is. Well, awesome. <laughs> um, by the way, if you're playing the Cinema Rolls hydration game, uh, drink a cup of water every time Sarah talks about a coming-of-age movie. Oh, my <laughs> goodness. <laughs> we so, out here getting hydrated, So hydrated. Your skin's glowing. By the way, what can help... You know, a little bout of depression more than just hydrating the heck okay. out of yourself. You know what? <laughs> this is a great game. Great. <laughs> Hydrate. All right. So um, I'm so ready to hear about what's next on your list because, um, spoiler alert, I wholeheartedly agree that this is the best movie to, like, the best movies to watch when you're feeling down. <laughs> okay. It's my last one. Um, Best for last. <laughs> My friend Chrisanna and I watched all of these in one day, one time. Oh no. Okay. It's the Twilight Saga. Yes! The whole thing. Yes. It's so stupid. Yes. It's so, all five movies. <laughs> so, so, so dumb, dumb, stupid. Yes. And y'all know me. I love a dumb, dumb, stupid movie. Right. Making fun of things is like one of my favorite things to do, especially when it's a movie and it costs millions of dollars to yes. make and you still did a bad job. Yes. I love it. I love it. Yes. I love looking at Kristen Stewart's constipated face. Yes. I love the bad dialogue, the crap dialogue. There's a line that says, hold on, spider monkey, in the first <laughs> movie. Never would you ever say something like that. I don't know how that could come out of a character's mouth that's supposed to be sexy and then you could take them seriously. <laughs> At all for the rest of the movie. This there's is a like scene, Edward's flirting. <laughs> there's a scene where vampires play baseball. Like, oh, honestly, though, that is one of the freaking... They didn't have to go that hard <laughs> on that scene. And, but and they, they did. did. They didn't have to make it so dramatic, but they did. They didn't have to, like, have the most epic song for that scene, but, but they, they did. did. Like, it's they like Supermassive Black Hole by Muse. Yes, like, it's so What is wrong with you? Oh my gosh, it's, they're the stupidest, dumb, dumb, stupidest yes. movies. I love them so much. The dumbest one by far is New Moon. Like, oh, absolutely. where Bella keeps like jumping in front of cars to talk to yes. Edward. And yes. nobody ever explains the missed vampire Skype. It's, <laughs> I freaking yes. love it. We've got, um, like, we've got Anna Kendrick. Anna Kendrick. <laughs> Anna movies. Kendrick tweeted the other day and she said, yeah. Holy crap. I just remembered I was in Twilight. <laughs> and I almost peed my pants. Well, the best part is Anna Kendrick in New Moon just has no clue what's going on no. the whole time. Like, the whole movie, she's like, what is happening And then she right gives now? that, like, really good valedictorian speech. Yeah. Um, <laughs> out of nowhere. Out of nowhere. It Was that it. an eclipse? I, I don't honestly, know which one it is. I... I love to hate these movies. I could talk about how yes. stupid they are for hours. They are yes. so fun if you just need to relax and dump on something yes. for hours. They are honestly, though, um, like masterpieces within their own right. Like, these movies 
really caused a shift in society like none other. I mean, <laughs> they were like culturally <laughs> impactful, probably yes. as Black Panther. <laughs> Yeah, probably more so. Let's be real. <laughs> Let's be real. We had a whole Team Edward, Team Jacob moment, oh like, which, by the way, I need to know what you are. I need to know what you are. I'm Team Jacob. I was Team Edward. <gasps> Girl. <laughs> I would have fought with you in high school. <laughs> I, I love a pale boy. You love a pale boy. <laughs> I Shout out to my current boyfriend. Yeah. How you doing? <laughs> I I just loved I love Jacob Black. I am a sucker for like a weird like best friends love story. So Taylor you know what? I just I these movies these books, man. It's all like, so dumb. I love it's it. It's all but it's all so great. And like the thing is, they yes, they are very uh bad, <laughs> but they're also kind of good they're entertaining <laughs> at the same time and it's one of those things where like we have such a weird thing of society of like if middle school girls are into it it must not be good and it's like no honey middle school girls determine the course of our entire history that's and you true just don't realize it i think these these movies went down like three notches in my book when i found out they inspired 50 shades of gray Ooh, it's not their fault <laughs> Yeah. It's not their fault. <laughs> they had no idea that was going to happen. <laughs> it's still bad. But yeah, so I love bad. I love watching those dumb, dumb, stupid movies. Yes. Just to crap on them. Ugh, it's great. So great. All right. Speaking of dumb, dumb, stupid movies, <laughs> we've got my last movie I'm going to talk about. Um, Center Stage, Turn It Up. <laughs> not, oh boy. not the classic Center Stage, mind you. Center Stage, the sequel. Center Stage, <laughs> turn it up. <laughs> Love these dance movies. This, this movie, I, I just want to talk about the context in which I saw this movie for the first time. I'm ready. Um, I was in Costa Rica. Mm. <laughs> we were in Costa Rica for like a mission trip. Like I was there with a group of people and it was one of our like relaxed days. Mm -hmm. um, it was like the very, very end of the trip after like working super hard and we had a day where we could like, you know, like jump down a waterfall or oh, yeah. like zip line through a forest or swing off of a mountain. Um, and on that day, my friend Emily and I were like, we're gonna sleep. <laughs> because we're some tired people and so everybody in the group was like all right we're gonna go and we're gonna have all these adventures but emily and i were like dead tired because we've been having adventures all week yeah and we were like listen we're fine we're good we're just gonna like rest a bit and so we're in this like beautiful like secluded hotel thing in costa rica in the middle of a beautiful forest thing mm -hmm. And we stayed inside of our hotel room and we were flipping through movies. Um, we had just finished watching The Karate Kid. Mm, the Jaden Smith one or the original? The original. Oh, good. Um, and so we we saw it like on you know the TV and we're like, all right, um, this is over. Let's find something else to watch. And we started flipping through all of the channels before realizing that the channel that we were watching The Karate Kid on was the only English-speaking channel. And so we were like, oh, so I guess we're just going to stay on this channel then. We're just going to stay right here in whatever place. This is what we're going to watch now. Um, so by the time we had gone around um, all of the channels and came back, the movie Center Stage Turn It Up had already started. 
Um, and it was like the first like two minutes or whatever of, of the title sequence, but the the title of the movie had already shown. Mm. Um, like it was one of those situations. So I missed the title of the movie and we just kept watching. And it was this ex- beautiful experience of sitting in a hotel room in Costa Rica watching this kind of awful but beautiful dance movie um in which the girl is a hip-hop dancer who wants to be a ballet dancer um and this boy who is a trained ballet dancer um ex-hockey player he needs to learn how to have more like passion in his dancing and she needs to learn how to have more technical like uh technical perfection this premise in, is her and her dancing <laughs> and yeah and and they meet each other at this ballet school and the guy is kenny warmald um who uh, was in the remake of footloose <laughs> i don't mm-hmm. know if you ever saw that um but i loved him already before <laughs> this movie and so he was the only person i recognized um like and and i lost my mind i was like look it's kenny what is he doing in this movie what's happening here um and it's just this it's such a your typical dance movie right yeah every dance movie is the girl dances one style and would like to learn a different style and the boy dances that style and just so happens to be able to help the girl but the style he needs to learn is the style she knows and like and you get a good hands on the waist shot Oh my goodness, so many of those. So many like here. Let me like let me like show you how to do this dance move by just dancing with you moments. Not, not that and, any dance teacher would ever. <laughs> right. But they're like but they're but they're 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 both students at this school. Right. And they're both struggling and they both can only help each other. Um no, that's a lie. She's not a student at the school. She fakes. Uh, it, it, it's, it's a whole, it's a whole storyline. <laughs> um, it's a whole thing. Um, so they, um, they basically start like falling in love with each other. And then of course there's a lot of drama because there's that one girl that's a ballerina or whatever, mm-hmm. but like she has an incredible character arc. Like I know this movie's like, awful (laughs) like i know that in the grand scheme of things this movie gets like a half a star out of five stars but the way it makes me feel is five out of five stars like this movie makes me so happy this movie makes me cry this movie makes me laugh this movie makes me yell this movie (laughs) makes me like just want to drop everything and become a professional ballet dancer even though i've never successfully done a spin in my entire life like this movie (laughs) this movie is just so beautiful um and so i watched this whole movie sitting in the hotel in costa rica and then it was over and it was such a magical experience and i didn't know what movie i had just seen and so i remember specifically going to like the old computer and the only computer that was in that sketchy hotel's lobby mm-hmm. and looking up Kenny Warmont's IMDb and clicking on every <laughs> movie until I found this one. That's awesome. <laughs> and I realized like what it was and then I went home and made my dad um, uh, illegally find it and <laughs> um, burn it onto a DVD for me so that I could watch it over and over again. And now I own oh it legally. Gosh. I own it legally Good. now. Um, character development, <laughs> uh, a glow up, if you will, and um, 
yeah, dude, it just makes me happy. This is the best kind of movie if you just don't really want to think about anything, but you want to be entertained and you want to see pretty people dance together. Like, who doesn't want that, you know? Yeah. Who doesn't want to see pretty people dance together? And, like, the girl in it is, like, such a great dancer. Like, I don't know anything about dance, but I'm pretty sure she's, like, one of the best dancers I've ever seen in a dance <laughs> That's movie. Awesome. Like, move over Channing Tatum. Like, I want this girl to star in every single Step Up movie ever. That's awesome. Oh, so good. So good. Oh, my gosh. So we've gotten through our uh, our happy movies. Yeah. So, like, you guys, if you're just kind of feeling down, man, pick out one of these movies. Like, pick out one of them. Um, if you're having trouble finding, like, where to see it, whether it's on, like, Netflix or Amazon or, like, I don't know, any of the other places to watch movies, reach out and ask us and we will help you. Yeah. Like, we will track these movies down for you. Absolutely. I will, like, mail you my copy of Center Stage Turn It Up for you to borrow if you want. I like. have at least two <laughs> copies of Ferris Bueller's Day Off, and if I have yeah. the Blu-ray, um, like, you know, the the double pack, I might have a Blu-ray and a DVD and a DVD. Yeah. So. This is our version of merch. It's just like, here, you want to borrow my old DVD? Yeah. <laughs> You might not have the case for it, but... Yeah. <laughs> They're here somewhere. I don't know. But, like, for real, guys, man, these movies... These movies make me happy. And, like we said at the beginning, we know that depression is so much deeper than just being a little bit sad because it gets dark early, you know? Mm-hmm. And we know that depression's a lot deeper than, you know, the holidays are over and everybody's gone and you're feeling a little lonely. But, like... Whatever scale of sad you're feeling, like, these movies can at least help you just a little bit. Yeah. Um, and they're not permanent solutions for anything. No. But I mean, the equivalent of help. a Band-Aid on a broken arm, but... Absolutely. But you know what? We love these Band-Aids. Yeah. And... And, and you're not alone. Nope, you're not alone. I mean, we're, we know these movies make you feel good because we've experienced what it feels like for these movies to help you pull you out of a dark hole. Yeah, exactly. So we, we get it. We get it. So that being said, um, BuzzFeed quizzes! Alright, our BuzzFeed quiz is, which TV besties are most like you and your best friend? Uh, and we're going to be taking this quiz from the point of view of Mila Kunis and Kate McKinnon's characters from The Spy Who Dumped Me. All right. Honestly, best friend goals. Am I right? I agree. All right. Um, question one. Where did you meet your best friend? In high school? We were neighbors. Years ago in elementary school. When we were kids. Through mutual friends. Or where I was least expecting to meet them. Where do they meet? Did they mention where they met? Have they been best friends forever? I don't know if they've been best friends forever. I, think, I, I would, I like to think that they have been. I think they had been. I think they'd been best friends for since they were kids. Yeah. Okay, let's pick that. Um, whether or not that's canon, um, we we would like to believe that. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Choose a meal. Ooh. Okay. So I'm guessing a meal that they're gonna eat together. Mm-hmm. So we've got pizza, we've got ice cream, we've got burgers and fries, we've got, uh, what is that? I don't know. Ramen, maybe? Sure. Yeah, there's chopsticks there, so some sort of Asian cuisine. <laughs> um, we've got tacos, and we've got spaghetti. So they travel Ooh. to a bunch of different countries in this movie. 
<laughs> they do, but I don't think they did it for the cuisine. <laughs> Probably not. <laughs> it's like, um, it's it's Italy, right? Yeah, but they're at a bar, like so I would say like American food, right? Yeah, they um, they also, they work at like a, a convenience store in which they have to wear Hawaiian print shirts. I don't, I don't know what that tells you about anything at all. Um, I would say burger and fries. Yeah. They feel like all American girls to me. They could get down on some burgers and fries. All right, pick a movie to watch with your BFF. Ooh, okay, so Bridesmaids, The Great Craft, Great Juno, one. Legally Blonde, Wayne's World, or Scott Pilgrim vs. The World. Ooh. I think they'd like Legally Blonde. I was thinking the same exact thing. Great. It's Ooh, a classic. Did. Awesome. I can just see these two, like, <clears throat> girls night in, Legally Blonde's on the TV. They're having a great time. Absolutely. It's also very on brand of, like, that girl showing her ex-boyfriend who's boss, you know? Yes. Yes. All right. What happens when you haven't seen them in a while? We don't care about anything but one another. We walk and talk for hours about everything that's been bothering us. We plan everything we might get into while listening to music. We laugh about whatever inside joke we have at that moment. We watch TV in our pajamas while eating, or we go into full-on full on party mode and try not to worry about tomorrow. I'm thinking we plan everything mm. we might get into while listening to music. I'm thinking that, too. I think that they like to, like, rally a little yes. bit before they just get into everything. <laughs> and they do in this movie. And they do. They sure do. Um, okay, after a fight, how do you reconcile? By setting a time to meet and then just take it from there. Have our mutual friends make us all talk. We start out rough, but in the end, humor is what brings us back together. Uh, we drink too much and get a bit too honest. We forget that we're fighting and act like nothing ever happened. Or after a big fight, we avoid one another and keep conversations light and easy. I think we start off rough, but in the end, humor is what brings I us back together. I was about to say, that's kind of what keeps them together and sane throughout this whole movie. Absolutely. It's just how much, no matter what is going on, they really just make each other laugh. I agree. They make each other laugh. Okay, what is the biggest thing you have in common? Our sense of humor, how crazy we can be, the things we hate, we're both so independent, taste in clothing, makeup, shoes, or we're both outgoing. I think how crazy we can be. Okay, I thought that, but the whole character arc for Mila Kunis' character in this movie is that she starts off not really being super crazy, and Kate McKinnon talks her into taking more chances. Huh. You know? Yeah. Um, I was thinking, like, our sense of humor, or the things we hate, because, let's be real, when one of them is, like, not into a person or, like, a thing, the other one is just like, yeah, I also hate that. <laughs> I'm into that. Okay. Yeah. The things we hate. The things we hate. Honestly, what a bond. It is a bond. <laughs> okay, last okay. question. What gift would you give your best friend on their birthday? Okay, um, so we've got, like, a bunch of accessories, some clothes. Um, we've got a bucket full of a beer. We've got a stack of books. A little bunny onesie. Um, a party. And a vinyl record player. I think... The movie literally starts off because Kate McKinnon threw Mila Kunis a party in a bar, right? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, <laughs> that's literally I mean, was her birthday. A party. Yeah, a whole party. All right, let's see who they are. Okay, I have no idea who these people are. Oh my gosh, I want to die. Why? 
It's Lena Dunham from Girls. <gasps> oh, no! Okay. I've never seen that show ever. Um, Don't. You and your... You got Hannah and Jessa. You and your... Is that how you say it? Jessa? Yeah. You and your best friend have been through a lot together. Which, you know, not wrong. Yeah. <laughs> but despite that, or maybe because of it, you both know that there's nobody who loves you more. Okay. You've been through the best and worst times together, but you wouldn't have it any other way. Sure, you'd love to party together, but you both know that once the party is over, you'll still have each other. Okay, despite the circumstances in which we got Lena Dunham's character. Problematic. I think that's a, I think that's a fair description. I agree. Yeah, and Lena Dunham's character is not Lena Dunham. <laughs> yeah, true. Yeah. Okay, <laughs> yes. I can live with that. We don't support Lena Dunham on this podcast. Not at all. Not at all. Um, it's fine, so, and we're going to take this quiz again as ourselves. As ourselves. After the recording is over. Yes, this recording is going to um, end soon. We're going to take this quiz, and then we're going to tweet the, our results for yes. ourselves. So for sure. head over to Twitter at Cinema Rolls Pod to see what TV besties Sarah and Sarah are. It's important. You'll want to know. It's, you'll definitely, you can't live the rest of your life without, without knowing. knowing this information. Yes. Where else can they reach us other than Twitter? Um, well, on Twitter, we are at Cinema Rolls Pod. Um, on Gmail, we are Cinema Rolls Pod at gmail.com. And you said on Gmail. Like, on Gmail. G- like Gmail is like your favorite social networking app. I'm elderly. <laughs> I'm elder on the G- on the internet. Um, and then if you want to catch us on Letterboxd and see what kind of movies we're watching, I just did a short review of the movie Bird Box on there that just came out on Netflix. It's a Ooh. horror thriller psychological. That'll that's a hook for you. Um, I haven't just, seen your review yet, but I'll, yeah. I'll, I'll I'll look for your. Just review. search our names. Um, yeah, I just did a review of Roma. I just saw it the other day. Yeah. Um, and it was beautiful. And my review, might I say was fire (laughs) (laughs) yeah so check us out there um sarah what movies are you looking forward to so because i am a big ruth bader ginsburg fangirl i am actually pretty excited about on the basis of sex yeah Um, i like felicity jones a lot yeah felicity jones is great we love army hammer on this podcast Mm -hmm. so i am pretty excited about that i don't know um, how much it's going to like live up to the hype, but I'm still curious about it. And you know, any any chance I get to support um, the story of Notorious RBG, <laughs> I'm down. <laughs> All right. Um, what are you looking forward to? I'm looking forward to Vox Lux, um, starring Ooh. Natalie Portman and Jude Law. It's directed by Brady Cor- Corbet Corbett, um, but it looks really sick. And um, people have called yeah. it like if. Lady Gaga lived through Columbine. Yes. Which is messed up, but sounds... I'm excited for it. Oh my goodness. I'm also still looking to forward to the favorite. Yeah. Um, it just guys, went wide. So, yeah. First. At some point, we will talk about the favorite. I, I'm i excited about talking about it, and now we've just built up so much hype yes. around it that we just have the to The favorite talk Twitter about it. was tweeting us. Guys... On Twitter, the favorite Twitter was tweeting us gifs of the movie, and as excited as I was, I kind of wanted to <laughs> tweet actual movie the favorite and be like, hey, Sarah Hanloser hasn't seen this movie, stop spoiling it for her. <laughs> I didn't know, the gifs were out of context, I didn't know. That the gifs were super out of context, but I was looking at the gifs being like, ooh, these are some important moments. 
<laughs> so you want to see that conversation again head to twitter.com um guys take this buzzfeed quiz that we took with your bestie in mind tell us what tv besties you are um and also if we didn't talk about um a movie that brings you a ton of joy send us an email send us a tweet just tell us about your favorite movie you know we're we're yeah we want to be the space where you can just like love movies unabashedly and that's any pretension without any judgment if you love that movie good and guess what (laughs) what no that's how the cinema rolls no that's how it rolls (laughs) no no bye bye (laughs) okay oh that was fun